Welcome, world, to episode 119 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. I am Chance. I write the games of chance.blogspot.com. It updates daily with new content every day. <laughs> and Lately it has been, yes, yes. Yes, yes, for the past week and a half it has been. <laughs> And uh, today we are blowing the lid off God of War. There are going to be spoiler talks. Uh, we're probably not going to get into it right away, but it's going to be soon. So mm. if you haven't finished the game, you don't want to know about it, just turn this off. Turn it off. Walk away. I know you want to know. I know you want to know. But but we will tell you, and it will ruin your experience of the game. So just GTFO. Uh, with me, as always, is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I'm all right. If you do leave, but you know, come back next week. Don't go yeah, away come, forever. We'll yeah, miss no, you. We, we don't want don't you stay back. away. Yeah. yeah, and you know, once you beat the game, listen to the episode. Yes, come back. You'll be like, wow, those guys really get my disappointment. <laughs> oh, oh, early spoilers. Yeah, uh, and joining us this week is Alex of DailyCrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex, how's life treating you with the brand new car? Uh, pretty good. I do like my new brand new car. It's yeah. It's got a um, USB jack, and it just like reads my iPhone and uploads all the podcasts I want to listen to, mm. and honestly, I, I could be riding a car without a roof, and I'd be fine with that. <laughs> or now, like do, any doors. Do you feel sexier while driving it? No, it's a Nissan Versa. Oh. It, it repels that. <laughs> <laughs> Having driven one of those, I can verify that okay. it is one of the least sexy cars. I, I but it is really fun to drive, and it's so easy to park. It's got that backup camera. That's amazing. Oh, I didn't have that in mind. Well, no, oh is it a hatchback God. or a sedan? Hatchback. I don't know, man. That, that seems like a that seems like a reliable, good car. It seems like it a is a reliable car. car. I'm gonna land me some serious single moms, but yeah, yeah, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get people who's like he seems responsible and is ready to settle down. He has honestly plenty of groceries in the back of that thing. Seen a better job, but yeah, damn it, that sounds great. Tax breaks <laughs> I get off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what every girl wants to hear. Yep. This is going to be so fiscally responsible of us. Damn it! I was just about to. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And the gas mileage. Oh, yeah. So before we get into what games we played this week, it's my understanding that Alex has seen Infinity War. Yes. I have not. I bought my tickets today for this Sunday. So no spoilers, but how did it shake out, baby? Um, Oh, wow. Tempered optimism. Okay. It is a Swiss watch. It is somehow... Two and a half hours, and yet it's not enough time. It just flies... The fastest two and a half hours I've ever seen. Hmm. And that in itself is a feat. Like, I don't know. Marvel's good at characters, but they're not They're not this good at introducing them. And like 35% of this movie is just people saying hi. Hmm. And it becomes exhausting. And there's a point where no matter what clever little quip you've you've gotten, it's like, guys, can we just get to the Thanos punching, please? And it's it's super awkward. But it's it doesn't suck. And when it rules, it rules. I don't think um I don't think Avengers or really any Marvel movie outside of maybe Guardians has really um has really kind of like put me in the in the situation of feeling like a kid reading a comic book and just being blown away by what I'm seeing. This is the most like, comic booky thing that's ever comic booked. Like the end of the first Avengers, that that fight in New York, like mm. that was that was the whole Marvel universe's best moment for me. The first time I saw it, the second and third it kind of wears off. But I've heard that the last third of this film is that like cranked to eleven. It is. Well done. It is choreographed. There's like just there's like a 
boxing match rhythm, rhythm to it. It's not. There are parts with those lots, you know, explosions and flashes, but for the most part, you just you can tell their moves are telegraphed. You, it's surprising when certain things happen. Like it's it's like five boxing matches going on at once, and it's wonderful. And this is this is the first half of a story, right? There's going to be like an infinity. Oh yeah, to... like it just stops. Ah. Like it, it is it, it, two hour, two and a half hours fly by. I was ready, not really ready. I had to get to work, but <laughs> I, was re- <laughs> I was ready for the next one to start. I I bet you money that it's just designed to be watched back to back. So like, is it's not like a cliffhanger? It's just like a no. It's we'll actually really great stuff. This goes next. It's uh, a pretty great stopping point. Okay, but and there's a post credit scene. I did not have time to see it. Oh, I've I had that, to run. <laughs> I've heard that this is like the the one post credit scene you actually have to watch. Well, god damn it, isn't that Sorry, isn't that the way? <laughs> no, I, I've read what happens in it, and yeah, okay. It's just one of those like, why didn't Fury play this card before with the first time? And you know what? Don't think about it. Thinking about it too much. Doctor Strange could have just reversed time. Well, do you know what that means? That one actually has a pretty good explanation. Why oh. he can't do that again? No, like, no, it's better than that. Oh. Okay, is this, are we getting into spoilers if you tell us? Not really. He okay. chooses not to use time magic, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Maybe maybe not the time to stand on principle. It's not principle. It, it is the only thing he can do. Huh. Okay. It's the only play he's got. Well, video games. Yes, video games. The Swords of Ditto. Never heard of it. You got, okay, punch that into Google, look at the images, just look at screenshots of this shit. That Adventure Time looking thing? Sort of. And let me assure you that it animates as good as it looks. Okay. Like, yeah, like, look at an image of Swords of Ditto and tell me that's not fucking adorable. Mm, So so here's the pitch. Legend of Zelda. Roguelike. No, see, no. Not gonna do it. And, uh... (laughs) So the, the way it works is, the way it works is, you are woken up by an antlered beetle, who is also a little old lady, and she informs you that you are the fated sword of Ditto. Uh, you have to go claim the sword. And so you, uh, you get out of bed, just like you leave your house, just like in the beginning of every Zelda game, you walk to the cemetery, and you claim the sword from the cemetery. You are now the sword of Ditto. And uh, every hundred years, this evil witch is going to try to take over the world, and a, a sword will be chosen to go and fight her and stop her. And so you have to actually play through the game like a normal Zelda, where you have to go to this dungeon, and you get you go to this dungeon, and you get a, a toy of legend, mm-hmm. and and th- these are your special items. And I don't know if the toy of legend changes on every playthrough, but um, you need that toy to get in through every subsequent dungeon. Um, and by completing subsequent dungeons, you weaken Mormo. You have four days to, to prepare for the confrontation with the evil witch. And then when the fourth day comes, uh, you just kind of look at your equipment, make sure it's everything you want. Then you go to her dungeon. You have to fight your way through her dungeon. You finally have a boss fight with her. And if you defeat her, the cycle continues. A hundred years later, this beetle will wake someone up and say, you're the sword of Ditto. You have to go claim the sword at the graveyard. And as you walk out of the house, if you defeated Mormo in the previous playthrough, uh, the citizens have been running the kingdom for the last hundred years, and everything's beautiful. And if you fail to defeat Mormo, it's like the dark world in Link to the Past, where she has been reigning for a hundred years. 
But here's the problem is, you know what, like even, even a compact Zelda, even like, even like Minute, which, uh, took less time to do a complete th- playthrough than it, I believe it took me to do a full four day cycle in Swords of Ditto. Um, you can die at any point. Like just die. And the only thing that you have for your next playthrough is money that you seem to only be able to spend on items that will last for the, your current playthrough and the levels on your sword. The sword levels up. You do not. Mm. But the fact that the sword levels up doesn't really matter because the enemies that you fight are leveled to the sword. Mm. And if they want it to be a harder fight, you'll be fighting someone one or two levels higher than you. And if they want it to be an even fight, they'll be the same level as the sword. So I'm I I love playing it. But I'm not sure I love this game yet. But uh, I've probably put maybe five hours into it. I have not defeated Mormo yet. I finally got lived through all four days. Went to her, went to her tower at like level seven, um, and uh, and I was making it through the tower. I was kicking these guys' asses. I had so many healing items, and then I just got in really brutal melee. I didn't wasn't paying attention to my health bar. I died, and I was like, "Well, fuck this game." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Yeah. So, so I strongly don't recommend this for Chamberlain. No, what's the end game? Or is there no end game? Uh, the end it just game just cycles. Yeah, it just cycles. You you won this one or you did, but it's co-op as well. It's really strongly designed to be playing uh, played in co-op. I don't know if it can be played online co-op, which which seem insane if it can't. Um, but I'm really I really kind of wish my brother would check this out so we could check it out together. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's quite charming. I'm just not sure it's necessary. It's yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it. It definitely does have a very cartoonish. It's very cute. And your avatar is randomized each time you play, but they animate perfectly. It's hmm. really cool how they pull it. Like I don't know how they pulled it off. The presentation is lovely. It's really cool. And it's very much like a kingdom of children where uh like your special items, your you have a thing that can hit switches from afar and it's just a nerf gun. <laughs> it does no damage. Um, you The fast travel is a magic bus that appears out of a portal, and you summon it by blowing on a kazoo. And and as the bus pulls in, this wonderful little, like, kazoo orchestra kind of pipes up and does this, did it, did it, did it, did it, all on kazoos. And, like, it, it's just really cute. It's a really cute, nice little game. I'm, I was really enjoying my time with it. And last night, like, I could have been playing God of War, just to kind of remind myself what God of War is about. But no, I wanted to play more Swords of Ditto. So it is, it, yeah. Okay, it's got something good. there then. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've never heard yeah. of this developer, One Bit Beyond. Yeah, I don't. I've never I, heard of him. Let's see. Oh, looked him up. I just know it's like Devolver was pushing it. And Devol- Devolver stuff is so. There's no. How to put it? Consistency? Yeah, there's no consistency to what you're going to get out of Devolver. Like, it might be something absolutely brilliant, or it might be just something that just for you just does not work at all. But projects... Well, but to keep putting stuff out. Someone's got to help publish these indies. Come on. Yeah, but usually they have fairly good taste. They're just yeah. not reliable projects. Mm-hmm. Now, Swords yeah, of Ditto... Okay, Swords of Ditto appears to be this company's only project. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. The freshman effort. Yeah, very cute. Mm. So... At this point, all three of us have completed God of War. Oh, Indeed. wait, before, before we get to that, oh, what? before we get to that, how did the two of you manage to talk about Nino Kuni 2 without mentioning the fact that it opens with a nuclear attack on New York City? Yeah, that doesn't matter at all. 
Yeah, it's yeah, inconsequential. It is dropped immediately and never mentioned again. Never yeah. mentioned again. What? I don't. I mean, why? It's a stupid game. It has no idea what it's doing with its story. Well, okay, I didn't get to the end, so I can't say that for sure, but I sure didn't care. And that, too. I, I just finished The Gambling Town last night. Oh, I love that part. And I, I laughed out loud at the birds that show up over your shoulder when you owe money. Yeah, that was you great. You owe! You owe! That was hilarious. Yeah, no, that part, that's, part, that's the best part of the game. It's kind of downhill from there. Oh. <laughs> And how the pirates guy had this giant fat one. He, yeah. <laughs> that was clever. That was funny. Oh. It, it's got way too little of that. Oh. Yeah. Get ready Don't for it's... it to get super dry. I already peaked. That was like six hours. Come on. You get like two more cities, I think. I think I'm only like three-fourths of the way through. Huh. I tell you, I do not like the overhead, like the big battles, the overhead battles. Oh, man. You're going to spend so much time looking at that. Those Where... look pretty boring. Oh, this is so boring. Yeah, and it, it's it's they seem significantly more difficult than everything else. Yep. And it's unclear how to get better or level up at it, and I don't know where I'm picking oh, up more. It, it opens up that. a little bit, but just expect to just spend a lot of time running around barren fields trying to grind stuff out, killing yep. the same enemies over and over. There's yep. certainly a lot of shit on the ground to pick up. Yeah, too much shit. Way and too much shit. Grinding's okay when the act of it is fun. Yeah, well, the combat's and, like. Like rote, it's, it's yes. like magic. Yeah, so you don't like it either. No, no, no. The combat's it's not. I mean, what's that last one? Um, the last ease I played. Uh, that had would, yeah, pretty good honestly, kind of simple combat to it. This is not. This is there's nothing going on here. If you never played that good, if no, you've never played okay. a role playing game before, I would say maybe start with this. Be- yeah, like cliche, baby's first RPG, yeah. sure. Yeah, I think that's. I think they're aiming at like pretty young kids with this, and like that's. This is good. There's a lot of stuff in that game you really don't have to worry about. Yeah. I, I, I don't think this would, would be a good game to introduce people to RPGs, because if you gave me this, like, I remember playing Final Fantasy when I was, like, Final Fantasy VII when I was, like, 16 or something, and people were showing me the combat and looking at me like, isn't this amazing? And I'm like, no. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, like this does not look fun in on any level. On uh, any you, level. Did you notice it has Facebook and Craigslist? Yeah, I saw that. Well, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand that. I, I think I've completely discounted that. The, the one thing I like, what is it called? The, the combat tweaker? Yeah! Oh, where you, you choose as, as, what the loot drops are gonna be? You, Amazing. Uh, you choose the loot drops are gonna be? You, you choose what you're immune to and not immune to? Yeah. That's awesome! Because, yeah, I love what's, that. what sucks the most in combat in an RPG? Status effects. So I've chosen now that, okay, I'm mostly immune to poison, and if I'm in, in an elemental area, I'll tweak it for that. I like that. It allows you to kind of tailor the combat closer, more closely. It's, it's interesting. Like, I, fe- I feel like they thought they'd have twice the budget they ended up with. Yeah, that feels about right, yeah. They, yeah. they ran out of money a lot. Hmm. Yep. Like, two of the cities are amazing, and then two of them just whew, aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, I mean, is the fact that one of the characters is the President of the United States ever, like, mentioned nope, again? Nope, not even mentioned. Like, I think, when you start running the castle, he mentioned, I think he mentions once he was a pretty good politician, and that's it. Oh, yeah, I knew I knew how to run a kingdom once. Maybe I'll help you. Then that's it. I think that's it. So there's no explanation about why he got nope. sucked into... And he doesn't care. He's just here. He's down for it. He, he assumes he's dead at first. 
Yeah, I saw. I saw am I dead? What? <laughs> Though he does look pretty damn sharp with that Mag-9. Hmm. <laughs> Guy rocks his suit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's got and the point. He gets younger, and he's got. Of course, he gets younger, so he's got a ponytail now, right out of Yakuza or something like that. So I was an activist attorney in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been playing. That's it's, it's an odd come down after God of War. But, that is a decent come down. I'm yeah. not going back to it though. I did go back to Andromeda. So it's got wait, a nice... after God of War, you started playing Andromeda. It's it's. I'm doing a lot of stuff I hadn't done before, and it's it's got a nice grind to it. I still like the combat. It's a nice um, calm down before bed sort of thing. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. And God of a, War is yeah. not a calm down before bed game. No. No. It's a, why can't I get this tendon puzzle aligned just right? What? No. Why didn't that shot work? God damn it. They're all growing back. No. <laughs> I had to quit God of War like a half an hour before bedtime because I didn't, and then I couldn't fall asleep. Some of those puzzles are monsters. Some of them are, yeah. Yeah. Like the two or three just drove me nuts. I never I never minded the puzzles much. Um the I I really enjoyed the combat. Yeah. But at the same time I I don't think it's if if I if someone was going to say list off some of the best brawlers of all time. No, it's not there. I'm not sure this would be on the list. I don't think so either. But it is really good. It's still it is really, really good. But would you put one of the previous God of Wars in that list? No. 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 Because they're, the previous ones are completely derivative of Devil, of Devil May Cry. And yes. Devil May ah. Cry 3 would go on the list. Yes. Of the best brawlers of all time. Well, that'd right. be number one on the list, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it'd be, okay, it'd be really close to the that's, top. That's a different conversation, but that's certainly yeah. Yeah, in the top five, I think we would say. Yes. Does, does yeah. God Hand seriously beat that? I don't know if it beats it, but God Hand is probably again in the top five. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> God of War. <laughs> It is really good. It is really good. It is really different. It feels, it feels fucking awesome when you when you go up against five guys and you just kick all of their asses. Like when you're, you know, you throw the axe into this guy. This guy, while this guy is coming to attack you, you you uh, um, you do a parry on him, and then you go into barehanded. You're smashing the shit out of him. Then you run up to a guy and you hit the button, so the axe comes back into your hand as you fall on the guy and smash. Like it feels fucking amazing. It does I feel think, really good. I think it gets even better once you get now okay now we are officially spoiler. crossing the board into spoiler territory you do not want to hear what jane was going to talk about yeah this was spoiled for me before this I, is the, yeah i i, I am so sorry yeah i i didn't know that this was coming and when it did happen it was awesome when you do get the blades of chaos being able to switch between the axe and the blades mid combo almost yeah. If you can get your thumb up there, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> and, and, and it you forces you to do that do sometimes. It. it forces you to do that because there are some enemies that are immune to ice. And mm-hmm. there's, so you need to use the blades. And it's not just in Helheim. There are other places you want to cross them. So. I love how they had to admit to themselves that Pluma Prometheus needs a cooldown. Which one's that? No, 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 no. That's just a... No, the standard... Um, the standard like heavy attack, heavy attack, and then wham the plume. That's yeah. just heavy attack three times in this game. And I love that once you get deep enough into the blades tree, you do have the classic combo. It's yes. two it's two less button presses, but it feels exactly the same to pull off, and it has that wonderful slow motion zing wham like oh it felt so fuck and it looks so good. The camera I- work in this game is insane. It is. 
like like when you charge at those blades and it's about to finish and it just holds on like the blades like getting like you know more fiery and then slams like every time it never gets old mm-hmm. ah. so it's, it's incredibly satisfying and the way it controls works really 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 well where you can throw the axe this way like it's out there spinning it's about to return to you you spin the camera that way to go in, immediately into attack in that direction and with the blades uh, just like in the original game or in the old games you can start the combo the heavy combo on this one guy over here and then as you bring them up for that final smash you spin the camera around and land on the big guy that you're actually worried about it's very it is actually quite expressive i do I really did. enjoy it I did have a little bit of trouble judging, judging distance with the blades, at least yes. at first. Well, yeah. Because uh, I'm so used to being in your face with the axe, or throwing the axe for forever, that once you get the blades and you have to pay attention to spacing, it, I mean, I figured it out, but it took a little while to get there. Okay, you know that move where, like, you quick, quick throw the axe, and then, like, it'll, like, flash? Yeah. And if yeah, you pull yeah. it back, you get that, like, fro- I just mastered that, and it is so fucking great just taking down those, like, heavy dudes. It feels really cool. From like a football field away, and they just, they never gain on you, because you just keep freezing their ass. <laughs> and the... Freeze them, arrow, arrow, arrow. Freeze them, arrow, arrow, arrow. I think, I think in this game, the axe is a better weapon than the blades. I a little bit. Agree. I it's, would agree, yes. It's way more versatile, and it f- does feel more rewarding than, than pulling off cool shit with the blades. And so once I got the blades, and I kind of mastered them a little bit, for my bread and butter, I did go back to the axe, like, yeah. all the time. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I the, still love them so much, though. Oh, no, no, I, I'm not down on the blades. I'm just saying, for this combat system, I think the axe does work better. And for these enemies you're fighting, like, the axe gives you so many options that you want. And, yeah, like, just the the fact that it's so good at ranged. Like, just throwing it into, like, one of those, um... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the gears? No, no. Uh, so... So if it doesn't attack us, why are we going to fight this thing? Because oh. it frightens you, or yeah, something like de- that. Yeah, the Death Eater, yeah, the or Death Eater, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Soul, 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 soul Eater, Soul Eater, Soul Eater. Yeah, yeah. Because it frightens you. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd you'd come across them later, and you'd you'd come to realize that you can basically almost stun lock those motherfuckers with the axe. Yep. And and bring down their stun just by just by nailing them with axe throws. Like it's it's really good. So. Let's talk about something that I think really worked, but it has to do with the Blades of Chaos. Okay. Mm-hmm. That boat ride. When Atreus is sick, and uh, Freya, Freya mm-hmm. says, take my boat, because he has to go to Helheim, and the axe won't work there. And he has to go back to get the Blades that are under his house. Mm-hmm. That whole boat ride, where you're not in control, you're just watching this, and most of it's over the back of his of Kratos' head. Just him, like, brooding. It's almost like... As the boat's getting closer, you can feel him kind of regressing to the way he used to be and fighting it the whole time. At least I thought so. I, I love that sequence of just the boat back to the house, going down to get the blades, and when he comes up, who's in the doorway but uh, Athena. I thought she showed up. Oh, no, she just started talking to him on the boat. She's just she? talking to him on the boat, yeah. yeah. But and then you she actually shows up at the house. S- yeah, you see her, and then, and then he walks through her. Proof, no, you know what? Isn't that where you're always you're a monster? You've always been a monster, and he says, "I know." True, I'm no longer your monster. Mm, yeah, I think that's where like that. that is. I just that's probably my favorite sequence of the whole game. It's and, I, and, and you have no control over it, but it, it it kind of that's almost all of Kratos's journey right there, of trying to move from what he was to what he is, right in that like two minute sequence. 
We uh, still do not know enough about his how about his wife, the new one. New no, I, you have no. Yeah, that sucks. That that sucks. really sucks. I a hundred percent agree with it. I frankly think that Freya is a shitty character. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. She's, and on, sec- on second run, yeah, her she's awful. And and I, I was I was emailing the guys about it this week, and the actor who plays Freya. To me, um, she comes across across as really classically trained yes. because she pronounces everything absolutely perfectly. It's annoying. Mm. Almost to the point that she overpronounces things, a bit like Ross on Friends. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. And when she's... I just realized so, so I really do get... Character just the, ruined. Just the way <laughs> that she speaks, I really do get the sense that, that this woman... This is her profession. She's not an amateur. She knows what she's doing. But in terms of the actual performance she gives, it feels like one of those like fucking first gen PS1 games mm. where you'd bring these actors in who really weren't taking this shit seriously. And sometimes she does, but for the most part when she's actually telling Atreus and Kratos stories, you really I really feels like you that this is a woman standing in a booth with a piece of paper in front of her reading. Oh my god, that whole thing with the um World Tree, the first time, where she yes. just over-explains everything for five minutes. Okay, the script sucks, but god damn it, you gotta try harder. Yes, like, like she was not there with those characters, and every other actor in, and I'm, I'm standing by this, every other actor in this game really brings it. Yes. And she only kind of stumbles into it maybe three times across the entire game. She really brings the whole thing down, and that's without even saying that the character of Freya really sucks. Yep. Yeah. Um, she is just exposition for the first half of the game, or the first three quarters of the game. Until and the then, last half an hour, come on. Yes, and, and then in the last half an hour, she actually becomes a little bit interesting. And, uh, and so that's, that's the only present female character in the game, is the worst character in the game, the least interesting, least entertaining, least endearing character in the game, with the poorest performance. Hanging as a shadow over the entire proceedings is Atreus' mother and Kratos' wife. Yep. There's so Never many, meet. We have so many questions about this person. She is so important to these two men, but it's but the fact that yeah that that she that she kind of pushes them off on this journey, and the the point of the journey was important to her. The point of the journey was actually kind of a manipulation of hers to yeah. force a reveal of Atreus's heritage, um, but at the same time. Like, I, I was hoping that we would get to the end and we would understand this woman's brilliance or something. We would understand why Kratos fell in love with her. We would understand why she would fall in love with Kratos. But we don't get any of that. She's, no. she's just, you know, let's, 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 you know, throw her ashes from the highest peak in all the realms. And, but you know what? Let's not. Let's go solve some problems for these sailor ghosts first. Like, it's, it doesn't feel important enough. It doesn't, she doesn't, she's not realized at all. And, I wish we'd had flashbacks or something to to give this hugely important character to this narrative some actual substance. We need her way more than we need Freya. Agreed. That's what sequels are for. Yeah, they, it's clear they hadn't cast her, but like that she had... Like, what about just written notes? Something. Yeah, like what if we had been finding collectibles throughout the world of Mom's Journey or something? Or, or like a journal, yeah. Yeah, like something. Cool. Like we like we want to know about this person and frankly I found it I found it almost distasteful that one of the Shit. first I, what what about does Atreus just writing about her in, in the journal? Yeah, why not? There you go. Yeah. What the fuck? Why not? She's but just not I, there. 
Yeah, and I was kind of off-put that one of the first visuals we get in the game is that classic silhouette of a man carrying the body of a woman. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen that so many fucking times. I'm sick of that shit. And the only yeah. reason... The only reason I, it, it kind of was made okay a little bit is because that same visual is echoed later in the game with, a, with, the, with Kratos carrying Atreus. And for some reason, the fact that he carries Atreus in the exact same way... It made it a little okay, but it still bugged me at the time. Yeah. I think in turn, like just in terms of the conversation of represent rep, rep, representation of women in gaming, this is a shitty example. It's not a good example, especially no. from Sony. Nope. Who are generally, especially after Horizon? Especially after Horizon, you got Gravity Rush, you got Uncharted Golden or not Uncharted uh, Lost, the Lost Legacy. Legacy. Um, Sony, I mean, and maybe that's. Maybe that's why Sony's like, it's okay that there's literally not a single imp actually important woman in this cast because we have all these other games where they're really important. And the executives were like, you're right, we have representation. No, it's not cool. It's not cool. This sucks. So, the Loki reveal. Atreus is Loki. I laughed out loud. I loved it. I loved it. Well, that means he's not Kratos' son. We don't know that. No, oh yeah, we don't know that. Well, wait. Uh, yeah, we don't. I guess this is playing fast and loose with the lore, right? I mean, it's just well, play, it's just giving not. us a name we know. Apparently not. Apparently, people who are into Norse mythology are picking shit up left and right in this game. It's actually really very, yes. It's actually very um, okay. And the well, world cool, serpent then. says that he knows Atreus, right? Well, the yes. world serpent Jormungandr is Loki's child. And if you were paying well, attention. Time is cyclical. Yeah, as I was gonna say, the world serpent exists in a circle. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is why all those paintings are already there, including the one of Kratos dying. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I did dig that. I liked that. Now, what I didn't like was that I personally think Balder was a shit protagonist or antagonist. He was, but and uh, an absent antagonist. This was I mean, a, he's that was really, intentional, but you're right in that it failed. I, I, I really would have preferred having a bad guy, and just for the very simple reason that a good bad guy makes things more memorable for me. I need someone to anchor, you know, the purpose. I mean, yes, the purpose of this the entire time was a fetch quest or a delivery quest, but having a bad guy would have been okay. <laughs> And Balder doesn't yeah, fit that. Yeah, but I also got one of the best character actors from Justified. Mm -hmm. so I'm, go I'm not saying Balder's bad. No, Balder's no, no, interesting. He, it was a terrible character. It made absolutely no fucking sense. But um, what's his face really nailed it. Did uh, it yeah, he, yeah, the voice actor was good for Balder. A great yeah. performance yeah. from him. And um, but yeah, and and so you don't really give a shit about Balder. You only give a shit about Balder insofar as this guy is a threat to my son. Yeah. So I need to take care of him. But I don't personally have a problem with Balder. If he'd just leave me alone, I'd leave him alone. And, and like, there's no, there's no real, you, you don't feel a real hatred for the guy. You don't feel a need to actually confront him. And, and when you finally do at the end, and this is what blows my fucking mind, is, okay, epic moments. Uh, the dragon fight. Okay, well, it's, it starts off with the stranger duel, where you first meet who ends up being revealed as Balder. Yep. That was not bad. No, no it was not bad. that was pretty no. good. That and final it, attack, cracking the ground. Shattering when you're not sure, when you're not sure if he's a god or not, you're not sure if Kratos just you know killed a guy. No, I'm pretty just, sure that guy who was like punching Kratos through walls was in fact supernatural in some way. Yeah, 
I, I did, was kind of left with that impression. But, so that, that fight was pretty fucking epic. Mm-hmm. And it ends in a pretty fucking epic way. And you are like thrown around the world. You go tumbling down a ravine and you catch yourself with the axe and you climb back up and the fight keeps going. And it kind of sells that this is what you can look forward to for the rest of the game. We're going to provide <laughs> you with moments like this a few more times. And if you no. think back to God of War 1 and God of War 2 and God of War 3, you are going to get moments like that probably a dozen times throughout this adventure you get that first fight you get the dragon fight yeah the end yeah yeah that's that's yeah and that is and you fight Balder again and the second Balder fight is a lot like the first it's not even a lot like the first it doesn't have like even and there are there's epic things going on in the background of this fight yeah but the the giant pushing things around yes but the fight itself is Nothing like it's you know ooh I have to switch back and forth between the blades and the axe because he's changing his element. Now, this is not <laughs> yeah, really yeah. interesting mechanically, yeah. but in terms of just compared to even that first fight, it's less interesting. It's less visually cool. It's less like earth shattering. And as a God of War game, um, I was watching a a, a postmortem with Corey Barlog where he says that um, they took a, they took some time to break down what was really necessary in a God of War game. What do you really need to have to keep that, that real God of War feeling? I think in a lot of ways they did get it, but those epic moments are t- way too few and far between. Especially for like a 30 to 40 hour game. This game was big. Yes. And you just don't get them. There's... there's there's so many more quiet moments. Just just exploring, you're turning around. There's a chest here. Or listening to listening to Mimir tell stories, and those all work. But goddamn it, I want my drama. You <laughs> I know want what? my I want my big fights. It really pissed me off. Okay, the game gives you six different you know quote unquote realms to explore. Yeah. It only unlocks three of them. Yep. Yep. What the. F- you never go to Asgard, and it's right there. This is Asgard. Gee, I wonder if we're gonna go there. In you the super don't. Yeah, you super don't. And the first time you walk through, you go through and you go to another realm, your mind is boggled at the idea mm-hmm. that there's going to be this whole other lake of nine to explore. There's going to be all these other areas in this in this beautiful elven world. Mm-mm. No, that's not what it is. Nope. Yeah, one building, one area. Now consider... It, the it, one whole realm is just an arena and the other one's kind of like a puzzle. That and, misty area, which yeah, I that, hate. Niflheim yep. sucks yes. balls. Yeah, it no, really it, does. Now consider... It really does. The Temple of Pandora in the first God of War. Oh, God, that was huge. Consider was the, the Temple of Time in God of War 2. Yeah. There is Which nothing... Which had the Fates? Was the Fates the third one or the second one? Uh, the Fates was, was the second. Was that one the PSP game? That was the second one. Okay. The Fates okay. was the second. There is nothing in this game that compares to those. No. And I'm really disappointed by that. I'm really yeah. disappointed. Like, and there are moments of grandeur, and, and this is North mythology through the lens of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Like, that's really how the world looks. Like, there's these beautiful, huge statues, and you're gently paddling through them like Frodo and, you know, paddling down the river. Like, <laughs> Dude, that, that one scene where, like, uh, Kratos' back is to a fire and his earlobes illuminate. Wow. It is insane how that's beautiful Kratos yeah. is. It's really good looking. Like, it, 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 the skin textures are, we're getting really close. I feel like they were too proud of the beard, so they copied his beard onto several other characters. <laughs> they did. And some but, of those um, characters were like the size of mountains, and you can really, you know, it really does look like beard. a stretched effect now. Yeah. <laughs> Still, though, like the hair in Andromeda is like, going back to that, it's just, we've come a long way. Got a long way to go, but we've come a long way in just like two years. 
But what we won't put up with anymore. <laughs> so we've got this beautiful world that is completely empty. Completely. Not completely. Empty. No. Well, you've got two dwarves, a witch. Oh, oh okay. Cast wise, yes. Cast wise, really there's small. nothing there. And that that too, I thought was really distressing or disappointing at least. Uh, especially again after the previous games. Now apparently that ties into the North Norse mythology. There are certain time periods, and this is this is like the dead times before Ragnarok. Okay, that's what the final winter is. Oh so, yeah, they were talking about that right right at the end. Like you did something, and Mimir's like it's not supposed to be for a long time. It's happening now, so you yeah, broke it. The <laughs> the death of Baldur is the beginning of Ragnarok. Yeah. And uh, and so that that kind of ties into North mythology, but Norse mythology. But I don't really care. It, it's it's empty. It's it's it is kind of disappointing. Uh, the two dwarves are wonderful. I love them. Now, okay, that's a good point. Did you guys get to the end of the dwarves' quest? Of course. I did. I but they make their out. make the new brand, and they think it looks a little better. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the thing happened that you like. Was it the Nanya? Was that it? No, Nanya business. No, no, no. You guys, okay, you guys beat that quest. They. Uh, the the two dwarves worked together. You saw that scene where they were working together, right? Yeah. And it didn't strike you what that scene was? No. That's God of War's sex scene. That's this game's sex scene. Where one of them is like pumping the bellows and they're making sex puns the entire time oh. with their backs blocking out the actual action. It okay. was brilliant. It was absolutely <laughs> fucking wow, brilliant. Wow, completely, that completely flew over my head. And yeah, it I ends with it one of them saying, I like it better this way. And it's like, you know what? I do too. That was really cute. <laughs> like that was, I recorded, I, I, I hit the share button on that one because I'm like, I need to share this with the world as one of the best <laughs> moments in this God War. Damn, that's inspired. So yeah, I, I did not miss any of the button pressing sex games. Uh-huh. Didn't miss it at all. No. Nope. I missed, I missed the gore. I'm going to be honest. The gore, I the gore is, there are two kind of gory death animations. Barely anything you fight bleeds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and that is that is disappointing. That, I don't yeah. feel weird about saying that. Like, no, I don't something... either. It was part of the game. Yeah, and and I think Alex really hit it on the head, saying that this is a game that feels like it's ashamed of God of War, like um, to its own detriment. Mm-hmm. And and another another example of that is it is it rated M? Yeah. Then what's the point? I don't know. I guess that we don't have to feel that guilty about it. I can feel I, a little bit guilty. I've played Center and Kagura. I'm good. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, no, everything was, like, just, like, rock monsters that were on fire sometimes. Oh. And so... Even, even when he cut off Mimir's head, it pans away. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see this. Come on. Especially because at that point, it was being played for laughs. Yeah. I'm going to cut your head off now. Can't argue. Or, or, can't argue or, 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 or whatever Mimir says. Fair it's enough. kind of funny at that point. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. And, and then it, it, it pans to a, a reaction shot from a tree who's going, I can't watch. Like, well, no. Since, since when does God of War shy away from anything? Yeah. This is the game that had Kratos tearing Helios' head off, which is one of the more graphic things I've ever seen in a video game ever. Mm-hmm. Well, then, and then there's like the one part where he kills Hermes because he's kind of annoying. <laughs> is that where he cuts his boots off? Yeah. And, yeah. And the way that Kratos finally kills Baldur. Could not. Oh, just the lamest way. Yeah, could not have oh. been more subdued or uninteresting. Like we're playing this violent game with an incredible combat system because we do enjoy some beautiful violence. Yes. And and you know we're not anyway. And that I, I felt like there were there were a lot of scenes that I 
wanted to happen where Kratos really reveals who he is to Atreus, he never did. He never really did. I don't care that, you know, wow, how could someone kill their father? Looks at Kratos. Kratos is like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, but when it finally comes to the reveal, Kratos is like, I killed my father. Okay. And doesn't mention, oh, by the way, I wiped out, like, basically the population of an entire continent. Uh, in, the way I did that was I murdered every single member of my extended family who were the gods of that realm. By the way, I also killed uh, my first wife and our daughter. Yes, Atreus, you had a sister, and I killed her. Like, Kratos never actually reveals how awful he is. He never reveals what his history well, is to and be fair, why that, every one of these gods should be fucking terrified of him. <laughs> well, his relationship with Atreus is hanging by a thread at the best of times, and that's a lot. Yeah, I, it is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that <sighs> there should have been more lip service paid to the history. Well, I think the so. The only the only one who knew who he was exactly was Mimir. Everyone yes. else could tell he was a god or a demigod to be specific, but only Mimir knew who he was. Yeah. And when he actually calls him the ghost of Sparta, Kratos, don't use that name ever again, or something like that. That was that was good. Mm-hmm. That and him finding. In in Tyr's laboratory or temple or whatever that is, finding the urn with a picture yeah. of himself on it yeah. was awesome. And then he breaks it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets that wine. And he makes Atreus drink some of the wine. <laughs> I thought that was a nice scene. I really liked it. It was. It was. Again, this... uh, there's so many of the quiet moments are great. As a father, I can these are these are real granted I did not murder an entire pantheon of Are you gods. giving your your eleven year old some wine? No. Uh, well, yeah, buddy? of course I have. I've let him try beer. Why wouldn't I have? Okay. It's the appropriate reaction. He doesn't like it. <laughs> there you go. And it's not mystified and you treat alcohol the way you're supposed to, which is not something that's all that brave. Exactly. It's just uh it's a crutch mostly. <laughs> <laughs> One, relax. one thing about this game that really stuck out to me as a, a, a poor choice or a poorly executed choice was, again, Bar- Barlog and team sit down to figure out what really makes God of War God of War. Mm-hmm. What do we really need to keep in this game? What can we throw out? And you're telling me that what you kept was Kratos squeezing his way through cracks and slowly climbing up walls? I'm getting that's, sick of that. That's disguising loading times. That's what I thought. I'm All getting real sick times. of like people crawling through cracks. Yeah, that's... It has just been going on since the first Uncharted, and it, it, it's a problem, and I think they need to stop it. Well, but there, I mean, that that's it's either that or loading screens. Yeah, which do you want? Then Man. explain the Lake of Nine. There you go. Lake of Nine doesn't have the same kind of detail in it does, there? I don't it know. does. Lake of Nine has all kinds or of... It's, or it's, it's big enough that you can stream? I don't know. Little things it, all around it, yeah. But... But the, the, those little, like, crawling through a crack, it's almost always to disguise something. Well, either way, it's it doesn't come across as a as a pacing to break up this awesome combat. It It's just slow, and it's not yeah. fun to perform as the player. Um, it is the least fun part of the game, by a long shot. And it's not like it's not like you're doing platforming for a long period of time. It's always just a little bit, but it's never enjoyable. It's just something you have to do. The only part of the platforming I, I thought was funny was near the top of the fire area, which I did. I finished the fire area except for that fucking Valkyrie. I, I killed two Valkyries out of the eight, and I gave up. I'm like, I'm not doing this to myself. I did not kill one. I did, neither did I. I was yeah. so fucking mad I, at them. I, I got I, I killed two of them, and and one of them I got a really cool pommel 
mm. or, or base for the uh, blades. Mm. So it was actually worth it, but the other ones I didn't even attempt. Anyway, right near the top of the fire area, whose name I can't remember now, he's, Kratos is climbing, and he's just all hands. He does, his feet aren't even on the wall. <laughs> and Atreus says, you know, I normally don't get nervous when we're climbing, but uh, don't fall. <laughs> and Mimir's like, I, I second that brother, or something like that. It was actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, worth pointing out, uh, none of the trophies in God of War are tied to difficulty level at all. You could play the entire game on the easiest difficulty, defeat all the Valkyries on the easiest difficulty, and platinum this game. Yep. Which is good, because the, 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 the Valkyries are hard. <laughs> and and not am, even the good yeah. hard. They're yeah, no. Hard. Like the, oh, you, I got hit by missiles I can't block, now I'm dead. Fuck you. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah a bun- bunch of unblockable I mean, attacks. You just gotta really learn it. But people yeah. have been platinuming it left and right. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I... I Here's the thing: there's no real benefit at this point. I don't feel there's any story hidden behind. Yeah, once it's once source over, it's like, go back to the two worst parts of the game, find stuff to do there. No, I'm just gonna start over on hard mode. Well, yeah, not only that, but if I'm going to like the whole point of fighting the Valkyries is to you know face the toughest challenge this game has to offer and get seriously awesome loot for it. You're not going to even face the Valkyries until you've basically beaten the story, and mm. once you've beaten the story. What do you need that gear for beyond the Valkyries? It's pointless. And then there is yeah. no New Game Plus. Yep. So it That feels, I don't understand. So yeah, that was the best part pointless. of the first game. So, you know, you unlock new costumes in a slightly remixed game. Yeah, and, and this, this eschews it because we're like, we're, we're fairly open world. There's a bunch of other shit to do, so you don't need a New Game Plus. Yeah, that's not <laughs> how this works, man. Like, fucking yeah. Horizon had a New Game Plus. It was literally open world. It wasn't even mostly open world. Yeah, Andromeda is one of the most mediocre games ever made by Bioware, and it still has a new game plus that shits all over your game. So, it is an awesome new game plus. So really, based on the reviews, based on the Metacritic score, the discussion we've been having about this game so far should leave our listeners a little agape. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a lot of problems. It, yeah, it, it made a lot of really smart compromises. Honestly, I'm not that upset. There's only three, four big moments in the game when I got like 10 or 12 really nice little conversations with a child character in a game that is actually well-acted and fun to hang around. That's yeah, he, he's like an actual child character. He, he yeah. is a well-realized character, and I really feel like there was a lot of exploration of him and a lot of exploration of Kratos. Like I feel like, I feel like Kratos himself and maybe the way that they interpreted the character of Kratos for this game was a big roadblock to advancement of this plot where so much of this plot could have been dealt with if Kratos could actually talk about his feelings or explain (laughs) to someone else that you don't have to fight me Um, he's not he's he's approaching his relationship with his son the way he'd approach a new recruit I guess it's ne- it's yes sir no sir you don't talk back to me I'm your commanding officer and he treats him like that and he he realizes like happy through the game he can't but I like how on the story he tells at the very end oh yeah when it's finally a good story like he was looking at Atreus as a recruit the entire time because that's guess. the only relationship he really understood with the child well, and, and it is relationship yeah, and it yeah. is a door and there's okay there are now having said all of this negative shit about the game. Uh, nine out of ten. Yeah, 
Oh, the combat's so good. The combat's so good. The graphics are amazing. Uh, the world is like, incredible, and it lacks those huge fights, but you get in big fights with really big monsters quite a bit. Yeah, and like it, 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 it palette swaps them like hell, but the combat is so fun. I don't care. I'm yep. finally nailing it. Like the hard mode really helps me like tighten up my combos, doing less combos, doing a lot more stun stuff. I'm having a great time, and this is maybe hour sixty. And and the one of the it's so playable and so constantly enjoyable when you just sit down to play a bit of it. It because of that uh, Dark Souls style level design. Where you 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 really want to explore this area. You want you want to discover every single nook and cranny, and each level you go into is is a honeycomb of things to discover. And yep. every time you turn a corner that you didn't have to, you will find something in there, and it will be cool, and it might be an amazing fight, or it might be just a piece of gear or some shit. And by the time you're done exploring this area, you're right back where you started. Let's get in the boat. And the, <laughs> see, the you only issue ultimate... I had with the only issue yeah. I had with the exploration like that and the finding things. Is I never found a piece of gear better than something I had already crafted. Yeah, once you've Ever. crafted and leveled something up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like I. And I then didn't need and to... then money became. By the by, the time you're done, money is pointless. Money's yeah. experience. But you. I, I, but there but are you enough can't craft like, better shit because you it, haven't found the one thing that's sitting in the yeah. you know the bottom the bottom area. It requires some obscure like crafting ingredient. I have no idea how to find. Yeah. But wait, yeah. but like. You would find, like, charms hidden, like, really good charms. Like, I just found one that, like, if you dodge at the right amount of time, like, a bubble opens in time and, mm-hmm. like, slows down everything yeah, in it. Yeah. And it is the best charm yeah, I've ever found. Now, for, for the listener, if you want to find this charm, when you get to Alfenheim, get in the boat and just hug the right-hand shore. I think that's it. Hug the right-hand yeah. shore. It's one of the two shores when you first get in the boat in Alfheim. And uh, you just kind of have to clear that area, and you get one of the best charms in the game. It gives you witch time from Bayonetta, basically. Oh, so good. Yep. But um, there's another one that like like really widens the window to like block deflect, but also a, very good. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Like there's like there's like moves, like cooldown moves to find out there. Mm-hmm. Some really nice ones too. A lot more for the axe than the blades, though. Yeah. yeah. That's because because you pick up the blades like halfway through. More yeah. than that. Yeah. Maybe like the last quarter. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, that depends on how much time you spend going through the open world. That's I think true. if, it, I think if yeah. you just stick to the main plot, uh, it, it is about half. Hmm. Um, but again, 9 out of 10, and God, I had a point, I don't remember. I can't wait for more of these. Fuck it was. Yeah, I, I really hope that they have like a real pipeline in, in place where the next one can be as ambitious as this and as large as this, hopefully larger. And 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 give me all that God of War shit yeah. that I was actually, frankly, missing from this. But Barlog says there's going to be at least five, and he's trying to figure out a way to make this faster. Oh, he's probably already got it because um, one of the reasons the game took five years was because they were literally developing every aspect of it in parallel, and some of the you know we can't do this until they do that, and so on and so forth. But now Oof. your engine is done, your combat system is made. Um, yeah, I, I would imagine the next one would be two years out. I want to know what happened to Kratos in the in-between time. How he left Oh, uh, I Greece. bet that'll be like... Wait, no. What? There's no Vita equivalent shit. I just... I want to know... Because at the end of 3, he's been stabbed through the gut. He, he, he floated off to Midgard. And stabs himself through the gut. And then after the credits, it pans back, and his body's gone. Mm-hmm. So, where did he go? What happened? That's he what I floated to know. Midgard. Yeah. Floating, yeah, I suppose he jumped in the water and he floated to Midgard. 
Maybe. Interesting. We got the blades back somehow. I want to know how these these different realms are connected. You have all these different pantheons of gods. I mean, do they know each other? Do the gods from different well, realms hang out? Well, you saw that we saw, like, the symbols of war from Oh, Greece, Tyr. Yeah, from, Tyr yeah. actually traveled between them. Yes, yeah. and, and that is that is part of of the mythology, is that he was a traveler. And he did he did actually, like, there's there's references. There are references to Roman gods in uh, North, North mythology. And like so, there was like what there was the Eye of Horus and yeah, uh, so one Egyptian, for Scotland stuff there too. Yep. Yes. And yeah. one I didn't know. And so it really does suggest to me, given the cyclical nature of time in the Norse mythology, Tyr is Kratos. Kratos is Tyr. <laughs> uh, how boy. else? How else do you think that urn got down there? Do you think Tyr put it there? No. Man, well, I think Tyr had been well, to Greece. Well, yes, some he point has. In time and collected that. He was called the Ghost of Sparta. N- Nah, I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. I was convinced. Oh, this has happened once, and so will happen again. I, I I was convinced before we figured out that that she was a giant, that Kratos's wife was one of the Valkyries. I'm like, who else? Who goes? Who else could handle Kratos but a Valkyrie? I kind no, of I, yeah. I, that, that's I was, how I was, I was wrong. That's I, I was, was hoping too. that wasn't it. Oh yeah, and here's what pisses me off. Atreus literally. I mean, I don't know if we emailed about this or not. Atreus literally laughs at Kratos when Kratos expresses surprise that giants. Aren't giant, and and uh, Treus explains that like giants aren't actually giant. It's just like a race where like dwarves or Aesir or something. Yeah. And he goes, well, what about the world serpent? Well, okay, yeah, he is actually a giant, but he's an exception, whatever. And then when you finally get to the realm of the giants, and they're huge, you look out. There are draped over <laughs> mountains. Yep. Like I don't. I I. If there's one thing I would bug Cory Barlog about that, it's that. <clears throat> Anyway. Yeah, and there's that that whole area you're climbing around that one guy's the giant's corpse. Yeah, to get that was to... a great reveal. That was a pretty cool sequence. The yeah. whole thing was pretty good. Where it's like, well, what happened to him? Uh, give it a minute. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> and the fog clears. Like, oh, there he is. He's yeah, dead. Okay. He's super dead. Uh, what was that one where they're they're just like they're in a oh yeah it's in one of the dwarves it's one of the dwarves quests where you find this gigantic beast of burden. Uh, like dead on the ground, and it's obviously been dead for a long time. And Atreus says, "What happened to this guy?" Kratos goes, "He died." <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that. Come on. Yeah, I again, I, I, I was big for TC Carson. I don't miss him. Yeah, I, I don't. Kratos really was either. good. His, yeah, he was good. His Some, was good. Sometimes you could tell that, like he. You you almost get the sense that he came back into the studio after a hiatus, and uh, and he had to like put the voice on again, so we couldn't quite get back into the same place that he had Kratos when last we left him. But mm. overall, no, he actually was really good. He did a good job. He he did the yell. Yeah, he no yeah he he, he did really good. Traced, like really the whole voice cast aside from Freya was really good. quite good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so overall, yeah, I do. It is really, really good. I don't. I can't say right now that I feel like this is going to be one of the classics of the gen. I don't think we're going to look back at this like we do on games like Dead Island or Bloodborne or Horizon, um, and and say that this is one of the defining games of this generation. I think two is going to blow our fucking minds. Can only hope. And I hope it's less than five years off. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know the the dragon. 
that was the redeeming moment of the entire game was that's, when Kratos lands yeah. and the dragon's head falls down and he is standing between its teeth when the head slaps into the ground. Oh, yeah, he doesn't even Oh, move. when he's, like, chewing on your mining car and just knocking you around like a fucking like, paper airplane. That was Or when you're amazing. inside his mouth, stabbing up yeah. around yeah. so he doesn't finish chewing on you. That was awesome. And the way you kill the dragon is, was such a callback to the Hydra fight. Yeah. Yes. In the first game, kind of impaling him on the mountain or some crap like that. Oh, it was... That was really good. But that was, yeah, but that was the only one that really approached the grandeur of the previous games. And yeah. in terms of the mechanics of that fight, it wasn't very interesting, I didn't think. Not terribly, no. He had a lot of the weird blocking, parrying stuff, and he hit his claws, but visually it was much more interesting. I Visually, it was absolutely fucking spectacular. Yeah. Did you ever do any of the dragon fights in Inquisition? Uh, yeah. Yes. Those were really well done, I thought. Well, it's very apples dealing with and bigger things like that, yeah. But like the way, like the variety of like tactics you had to do for basically something that's just like stamping its feet around. Well, I I, I, I felt like there's more variety to that than like the the dragon in God of War. I would suggest that any dragon fight from a Souls game beats beats this. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those felt like like those tend to feel like actual fights, and this feels more like almost a mini game. It almost yeah. felt like a mini game. That was as close to press X to not die as the game really got. Yes, and there the, were like two or three quick time things. I counted. Were there actually not, quick time not as many as they there were, the there previous were, games? Yeah. The quick time things were like just mash the button and then yeah, the again. Lift it again, probably disguising load times. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I didn't have to mash to open chests. I didn't have to mash to open yes. many doors. As as kind of you know an older guy, I'm yeah. I don't I don't need to prove that to you anymore. You know? <laughs> I don't want to mash. <laughs> and I love that you. You get that, um, uh, what's it called? The, um, it's not like a flint or something like that. A shard. You get the, the shard the, that you the, can... The shard of the, of, like, the spike thing to open the doors. You yeah, have to open yeah. the doors, and it, it is a mini game. But you can go into the menus and say, no, one button press, please. And that I, costs, I didn't even notice that. That costs you nothing. You can just do that. Oh, I didn't even look into that to do that. I oh, never man. played that fucking mini game again. <laughs> That, that's some good accessibility right there. I appreciate that. Yeah. So it so. is. It, it was. It was kind of like overwhelming and beautiful and incredibly satisfying in a new way that didn't you that almost entirely didn't satisfy my God of War hunger. Yeah. So one of the things Chamberlain said was, "This doesn't feel like God of War. This could be named anything else, and it would have worked." I I don't know if I believe that now because. Kratos' baggage was such an important part of the story, mm-hmm. and him not being able to get over himself, basically, and then after the sickness, they're walking out from underneath the cave, and Kratos literally says, the truth, like it dawns on him, I'll just tell him the truth, and he tells him right there, he's a god, and Atreus says, can I turn into an animal? Um, I don't... Apparently, with, without, that's one of the hints of Atreus' true nature, because the first thing he asks is, can I turn into, turn into a wolf? Animal? Uh, oh, which is okay. what Loki would turn into when he shapeshifted. Yeah. So, I, I, without that history of Kratos, without having known this character for a decade, I don't know if it would have worked, or at least not worked as well. No. Um, but the story is not... I mean, just because this is a better story, the journey of this father and son, it is maybe... I don't. Uh, maybe it's a better presented story than God of War has done in the past, but I don't think it's a better story. It's not a story I want to go tell someone. 
Like, oh man, okay, so there's this Greek warrior, right? And he is fucking bad. Like, you can, I can tell you the story of the original God of War, and in the telling, I would almost tear up. I would not have this problem telling anyone this the story of this game, because the story of this game is about a paragraph and a half long. Yeah, not as much happens. There are not as many emotional beats. There's not as much uh-huh. drama in this one. Yeah. And you don't you don't end up by killing your father. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So may, maybe maybe any other game could have had all these mechanics in the structure and and done quite well with itself. But I think if they were going to make a new God of War for the PS4, they did have to make a change this big. It yeah. couldn't it couldn't have been a mediocre Devil May Cry with amazing presentation again. It did need to be something that was a real step. This is a huge step. And I do think they've perhaps stepped too far away from some of the things that we looked. It, this would be like playing Doom, and there being no gore in it. Oh, I didn't. Want to yeah, think about sad that. thought. What a sad yeah. thought. Yeah. That's yeah. Or Wolfenstein, but, you're not shooting Nazis. What the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you break the game down into like like just just a series of components, rate the graphics in God of War out of ten. Oh, ten. nine and a half, ten. I mean, it's, it's an amazing-looking game. Rate the combat and the the progression of the combat mechanics in God of War out of ten. Ninety-eight. Nine, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rate the, the music. The, ten. The, the music, the voice work, uh, the audio out of ten. I would separate the soundtrack. I think Bear, Bear McCreary just really killed it. He did. No, he did, he did a really good job. Like he, he He's hit and miss. There's some stuff on uh, some other shows that... I kind of followed just for the soundtrack where he just kind of got got really lacy with uh, Outlander, but this was probably what he was working on. <laughs> and it is it is really beautiful. Uh, so again, I would I would lean towards a nine there. And in every in every metric I want to apply to a game to to judge its value, yeah, it's a nine out of ten. Yeah. And you combine all those together, yeah, it does deserve that score. It's just not it's just not a hundred. Especially as someone with a history with the franchise. I was going to say, is, it, would it be easier to swallow all of this if you had not played any of the previous games? I think it would. I think yep. it really would. And I think for people who didn't like the previous games, they will love this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to keep in mind that the original games got long in the tooth. I mean, Ascension's right there. Yeah. Ascension was not great. And the two PSP games were actually surprisingly good. They were. They were. Yeah, I mean, for being little bite-sized God of Wars, they were pretty good, actually. And having finished Ascension, I basically, at the bottom of my review, I requested this game. Like, I requested <laughs> I requested Sony Santa Monica, like, go out into the woods, take some time to really think about what would actually inspire them and excite them, because it's not this game anymore. It's something else. So yeah. who was in Ascension? Who was left to kill? I don't Ascension even remember. Ascension was prequel, wasn't it? Wasn't Ascension it was, right, prequel to all of those? It was. I don't even remember. I don't even remember who you. I don't, yeah, I, that's no damning. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. But you did fight giant uh, elephant dudes, and that was pretty cool. But that's it. That's all I can remember. That's the best part of Ascension, is killing a giant elephant dude. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, God of War, really good, really good. Yes, required playing at some point. Yes, it's good stuff. If you've got a PS4, Definitely. yeah, this is why have you not played this yet? Yeah. Oh man, when's when when is From Software's next thing coming out? I'm getting I'm we getting still itchy. Don't know. E3 is a we what, still don't a month know what the away, fuck it away? is. Uh, has it, is it, it been Bloodborne three Bloodborne years Bloodborne. since oh, Star Souls Three? E3 is like six fucking weeks away. Is it? What? When was Star Souls Three? 
was two years ago. What what was two years ago? Bloodborne? Oh, uh, yeah. Bloodborne was more than two, wasn't it? Maybe five. No, it's not five either. Hang on. Isn't it? I, I'd say three-ish. Yeah, I want to last, last year is when they showed that trailer of the what looks like Bloodborne 2. Yeah. Uh, but it had a lot of... Three years. Damn. Oh, yeah, the, March 24th, 2016. Two years. So good. What well, says here? 2015. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Dark Souls 3. Oh, oh yeah, Dark Souls Which I keep forgetting came out one year after Bloodborne. Or mm. two, no, two years. Two years. Hmm. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Got a war. Really good. Really good. Uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Yeah, absolutely. Headlines! <clears throat> in Overwatch news, I don't have my headlines up, but I will in two seconds. I'm Perd Happily. <laughs> yeah, you're still watching Parks and Rec. No, I finished it. I finished it's, it. I was really they? I was really disappointed that they didn't explicitly say she became president. She became president. Okay. Because they, the Secret Service was there at the funeral. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she became president. Anyway. Okay. That's in what o- that means. In Overwatch news. <clears throat> competitive Season 10 is now live, and Brigitte, Brigitte is now playable in competitive. Pros are flipping out, saying there's too many stuns in the game, and Ryan mains are up in arms. Like, I've actually mm-hmm. seen things about people who've been playing Ryan, like, for two years, saying, okay, I'm quitting Overwatch. <laughs> Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Uh, you know, I've... Adapt. No, there's some there's some clips I could show you where this Ryan is getting, like, just tossed up in the air, stunned repeatedly. Like, every second, there's another stun flash across his screen. And it's just a Bridget and a Doomfist just fucking with him. <laughs> anyway. Uh, new payload map, Rialto, will be released tomorrow, May 3rd, which is today, if you're listening to the podcast on the day we usually put it up. Uh, but it will not be available in competitive mode until, quote, a future patch. Hmm. And that's really, yeah, like, some people are really surprised that Bridget has gone live without any changes. Like, pros were saying, eh, you might want to bring down that stun cooldown a little bit. And and we're like, you know what? We gave you guys six weeks to test it. We're just going to put it in competitive with no changes. Enjoy. <laughs> Hope you up. figured it out. Good luck. Yeah. Okay, so remember that cat and dog rep- debt repayment RPG, The Good Life? Vaguely. Well, it looks kind of cute. It's from the yeah. director of Deadly Premonition and something else, which Ugh. doesn't sell me on a no. cute RPG. No. But either way, uh, the Kickstarter actually hit its goal today, um, it, which is uh, 50 hours before the deadline. I did not think it was going to make it because it was short, like, probably a third of the money about a week ago. But today it hit it. Uh, that is 68 million yen, which is a approximately $620,000 US. So that is like the bare minimum for this thing and thinking about kickstarters that pulled in millions like Mighty Number no. 9 and the <laughs> game we actually got as a result of those millions of dollars, I would be surprised if a decent game could be made for this, but we'll see. Good luck. Good luck. Uh legendary shoot 'em up Ikagura will come to the Switch on May 29th. Ikaruga? Ikaruga, pardon me. Yep. I have bought Ikaruga on several different things. <laughs> Are you going to buy it again? Only if I can turn the switch vertically. Oh my god. And Man. play it that way. Ikaruga's because that's how the arcade Ikaruga works. It's a vertical scroller, it's a narrower, like a vertical phone thing. I'm saying Nintendo Switch this month. Vertical. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think that's it. Ikaruga is coming to the Nintendo Switch with vertical scrolling support. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay, I Sorry, guess I'll baby. buy it again. Yep. <clears throat> uh, Dark Souls Remastered will conduct a network stress test on May 11th and 12th from 6 p.m. to midnight Pacific time. You can download the client today. What network stress test? What are they worried about? 
it's just the online component, the multiplayer. Mm, okay. And the thing is, for me, I don't care, and I would hate if uh, Dark Souls Remastered for Switch was delayed because the network code wasn't there yet. Like, I don't care. Give me the base game. Yeah. I, I imagine I, like just a stampede of lemmings trying to play that game, and nothing works. What? No, <laughs> that, like that, just that the PR online shit doesn't work. I don't. Yeah, that PR would be work. disastrous, and that would kill sales. Yeah, I would. I would put my. I would put my my Switch into airplane mode before I started playing Dark Souls on it. Still, if there's <laughs> any franchise that has goodwill to burn... Yes. everyone If they fixed it, everyone would come back. I don't think anyone would have left in the first place. They would have enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, they, I would have soldiered through. Yeah. It's it's a lot harder with that message. You forget so much. Well, well the thing is, I never played it online, so... I never, did, I, did play- I didn't play a single Souls game or Bloodborne with any online connectivity. And if Why? I did, it was because I had forgotten, and then the first time I got ambushed, I would unplug my PS3. I would do that sometimes. Because to me, these are these are lonely, beautiful, mournful games to be experienced alone. Oh, and you got on me for doing that when I played Journey. Okay, well, that was the whole fucking point of Journey. <laughs> it is the whole uh, point of Journey. Uh, <laughs> a Z-Boyd... <I> myself... <laughs> <laughs> Z-Boyd's Cosmic Star Heroin is now available for the Vita, finally. Uh, it remains cross-by with the PS4 version, so if you already have it on PS4, you now have a Vita copy free of charge. I should buy that, but I don't know if I'd ever play it. I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah, if, like, I, I, there, I still haven't played much on my Switch like in the last week. I bought Jotun again, uh, <laughs> got up to the first boss, and was like, eh, I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> and I think I rolled my character in South Park, but I haven't done anything else. And I wonder if it's just because South Park is like a bigger game. It's not just for flipping open, doing a bit like a Darkest Dungeon. Because mm-hmm. really, the game I've put the most time into on my Switch, Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's, shocked. It's not Mario, but I don't know. I'm kind of shocked that it's not Mario or Zelda. That 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 game just continues to have its fucking hooks in me. Anyway, uh, Nintendo. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Flipping Death, a spiritual sequel to comedy adventure title Stick It to the Man, will come to the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch this August. If you if you miss like old point and click adventures, yeah. <laughs> did you play Stick It to the Man? A little bit. Yeah, I played it a little. I never bit. finished. I it. never finished yeah. it either. But what I played, I I rather enjoyed. It just got to the point where the puzzles were getting a bit like, I don't want to look this up. I'm just going to play. Something else. <laughs> well, that was my experience with the swapper. I'm like, oh wow, I'm playing this with the fac open. I should just give up and stop. <laughs> yes, that's that's why I stopped playing uh, Broken Age. How do you think I beat Riven? Dear God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, when when the game's puzzles are that hard, like that's why I didn't even try to check out the witness. Plus, because John Plow is a terrible person, but because <laughs> I knew that's what it would end up. I would just end up looking up all these puzzles. I'm not actually playing your game. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed their E3 presence. They will have the World Championships of Splatoon 2 on June 11th, a video presentation on games releasing in 2018, including Smash Brothers on the 12th, three days of live content via Nintendo Treehouse Live, and a Super Smash Brothers invitation starting right after the conclusion of the Splatoon tournament, which will go to the 12th. All I want from Nintendo out of E3 is a release date on Alex. Do I know? Hollow Knight. I don't know. No, I mean, like, that, that's what you want. That's what yeah. I wanted you to say was Hollow Knight. Oh, yes, please. Because I want Play a release date on Hollow Knight. And a release they, date on They Mark gave the one and just flew right past it. Say what? They gave one and just flew right past it. They gave one? They gave, gave a release, oh, date, for, release date. Yeah. I think it was yeah. April 8th. Yeah, that did not happen. No, it didn't. But uh, have you checked out that new DLC for it? I have not. Oh, okay. I will get right? there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just in there. Okay. Uh,. 
I want okay. I would like some tangible evidence that Metroid actually exists. As Metroid as just, like a franchise? Well, no. Oh, they, yeah, they announced they yeah, announced they're announced making another Metroid. one with like an icon, and that's it. Yeah. Well, that can mean anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, look, look how late in the game what was that Dragon Rider shit got before it got canceled? Uh, oh, oh no, scale scale bound. Scale bound. Oh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, and then it just that's, disappeared. That's Microsoft. <laughs> that's Microsoft. <laughs> they did that a lot. Uh, speaking of E3, CG, CD Projekt Red will present, quote, a role-playing game. So that's mm. either Cyberpunk or another expansion to Witcher. I, I saw somewhere Please, weird... God, Cyberpunk. I, see, I saw a weird rumor somewhere, I don't remember where, that Cyberpunk's actually in F, like, first person. Good! Hmm. I would I really dig where, that. I don't where, and I, I, I cannot verify that. I just saw it somewhere on the internet. Holy Look, shit. I, imagine, like playing the, yeah. imagine playing the game you wanted Deus Ex Human Revolution to be. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I just got a stiffy. Okay, that's... that's right. <laughs> I, I could not understand why people gave Human Revolution a pass back in the day for that animation. I gave Human Revolution a pass. Wait, oh wait, wait. Was God. Human Revolution the first one or the second one? The first one. Yeah, I gave it a pass. I really liked it. It was... Oh I liked God. it. It was like... It's like Mass Effect, except, like, I don't know, a third as long. Yeah. <laughs> with a with a literal three button end. I, I don't know who thought that ending was good. Like who that ending was, was garbage. Like, Here's this. three buttons right next to each other. Pick an ending. Have fun. And only that, but uh, what wasn't wasn't well, it? Bioware short- liked it. They did the same thing with Mass Effect. Oh, oh, so <laughs> started, shortly thereafter, Bioware did the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. And I kind of threw a hissy then too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wild West Online, a game that is notably not Red Dead Redemption Two, will end and its one really- that will not overthink its title. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, will end its early access and officially launch on Steam on May 10th. See, it should be Wild Wild West Online. Yeah. That'd be more fun. <laughs> wiki Wiki Wild Wild. Uh, wild Wild West. Red Dead wild Redemption West. 2 got a new trailer today. It was, it was really it was good. A good trailer. It was, good it was pretty good. And, good and seeing I like the fire speech. Seeing John Marston was pretty cool. Those stitches looked really painful. Yep. Um, that was a really good monologue about Prometheus. And... What what I really liked about it was the animation in it. Like the the bodies in the animation felt like heavy physical human bodies. I don't know why that was one of the important things for me to take away from that trailer. But yeah, I I saw several gorgeous uh, revolvers and I need them. Yes. <laughs> uh, and my beloved Techland has acquired the publishing rights to the Call of Juarez games that delivered delivered in the the aughts at zero the zeros. Yay! More Western games. Yay! Well, I mean, if you man, if they take that and they apply some of the know-how they got from uh, Dying Light to them, you know, sure. Should give me a first-person open-world western. I'd be down for that. Oh my god, like like a like a Dead Island, but with that uh, Halloween DLC for Red Dead. Yeah. Oh. That oh, would kick. I don't. I don't. What think happened you... to Hell Raid? I'm still mad about that. I am. St- I am definitely still mad about Hell Raid. I would love a fantasy game from Techland. God damn. Yeah, I think I think that just got put on the burner when they realized what they had with Dying Light, and yeah, and I'm 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 happy for Dying Light. I I could use a sequel. I could use I, I could use more. I could use a sequel. I could use a sequel. I could definitely use Hell Raid. Like, and the thing is, this DLC that they've been putting out so regularly, it can't be the whole studio making this shit. What the fuck are the rest of them doing? I don't know. Dying Light. What the fuck? We've seen how long ago Dying Light actually was. Yeah, uh, 2015. Long three time. years. January 2015. So a little over three years. Wow. So yeah, Techland, it's time. I mean, clearly they found a way to like just keep their lights on for like three years. I'm proud of them for that. Yeah. Let's see what the last thing Dying Light said on Twitter was. 
<laughs> April 28th. Whether you're sub five mins or still in double digits, it's time to submit your best time to our prison high speed run contest. Well, damn, that was just over a week ago. <laughs> Uh, content drop number seven is now available on all platforms April 26th. Wow. Yeah. They're still okay. updating it. They're still doing it. Ah, somebody over there loves that game. I mean, I it must still game. be making money. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, it's kind of amazing that uh, basically, I mean, it's not, it was designed to be multiplayer, but the fact that this game is still obviously going so strong. That's no one does first-person combat platforming like it. It's just the it, best. Is the best example of it. It absolutely is. It's better than Mirror's Edge and the best first-person melee combat, period. Mm, this, but Bloodborne-y. Mm. Ooh, well, I don't know if platform oh, would God. work, but just like... I don't know that you could do a Bloodborne-style, like a Soul-style combat in first-person. Like, that might be a bit much. Get dizzy like, like, the dodge rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sidestep. Yeah. You gotta have that quick But like, step. just... I need more Lovecraft horror. It's been too long since Bloodborne. Um, There's an actual Lovecraft game put out supposedly this year. It looks awful. Yeah, it does. I'll it still does. play it because it's a Lovecraft game, but, you know. There's a wealth of Lovecraft. Like, lately, it's it's kind of like the it thing lately to have, like, blank plus Lovecraft. But, like, nothing solid. Nothing approaching. Like Nothing, like, even, like, half of Bloodborne's, like, just budget. No, that's true. That's and you true. need... You need the... You need the I don't know. Like, Bloodborne really nailed viscosity. Like, it, things looked wet and horrible. Yeah, they did. No, <laughs> no, it's, yeah, that's true. That's true. And that is a rare eye. Cause like, Dark Souls thing was, things that are dead need dignity. And Bloodborne was, this shit is fucked up and wrong. Kill it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, okay, so even though there's a wealth of, uh, Lovecraftian inspired games, there's really only two that you need to worry about. What's so Bloodborne, Darkest Dungeon? You're done. Yep, yep. Those, those are magnificent. Cursed by foul invention. Actually, you know what? Like there was an article, uh, other Lovecraft games. There was an article about all the Lovecraft games you could be checking out. Lovecraft board games, our most anticipated Lovecraft horror games. Bloody disgusting. May 2016. I thought, uh, That's a little old. Nine of the Cthuliest... Here it is. Nine of the Cthuliest video games ever. Uh, is Eternal Darkness on that list? Oh. Oh, these are all like red. It would have to be. Alone in the Dark, Call of Cthulhu, yeah. Dark Corners of the Earth. Not bad. The Secret World. Never heard of it. Sherlock yeah. Holmes, The Awakened. What? what? Quake. What? Eternal Darkness. <laughs> what? Eternal Darkness. Uh, okay, there you go. Cthulhu Saves the World. No. 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 Eldritch. No. Oh, yeah. No, that was fun. Elder Sign Omens. Um, and this is actually written in, like, Elder Speak. Cthulhu, Cthulhu, Ryleth, Fatagan. Fatagan. Is actually in his House of Ryleth, Dead Cthulhu Waits Dreaming. And uh, that's it. I was sure I saw an article on Kotaku recently where they were talking about if you want to get a Lovecraft fix in video games, this is where you go. Not that you can play Eternal Darkness in any way, shape, or form now, because... There are no GameCubes left. <laughs> Besides Bloodborne, what other games are inspired by HP Lovecraft? The Gallic Chamber. There just aren't a lot of AAA games anymore. Well, yeah. they're so expensive and they take yeah. so long to make. They're too few or far between. Yeah. Well. And on on the last gen, we were getting AAA games that were really experiment and experimental. And we are getting experimental AAAs on but the we, current gen, but they are a hundred percent coming from Sony First Party. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft's been trying to get out of the Xbox for a while. The board hates that division. But they, they're still... never going to go away, though. It's not. But they're still making new games. But the problem with Microsoft is their their in-house studios are still making the same games. Or they try something like Sea of Thieves that just doesn't work. Yeah, it looks... Every single thing is like... I, I felt the same way while watching No Man's Sky. Like, nothing here looks fun. Hmm. No. No, I... Nope. Oh, but it's fun when you play together. Well, if you have to make your own fun, goddammit, I wouldn't need video games. Well, yeah, no, but, but it was... This was okay. Oh, 3.5 out of 5. What? Uh, sea of Thieves. Six, and and the thing is, it it says 3.5 out of 5 Microsoft. Like, Microsoft themselves on the Microsoft Store have it rated 3.5. Or maybe that's by yeah, votes. That's by votes. That's by votes. It's votes. kind of devoid of content. I never even touched it, but I never felt in any way compelled to look at it. And it was like a $60 game. <laughs> That should be like a $30 or $20, like, hey, try Sea of Thieves. That's but, what nope. Greenlight does, or Early Access. Well, I'm wondering if that is the final nail in the coffin holding the long-dead corpse of Rare. Yeah, it's been Rare a... Rare has been dead for a long time. Since at least Nuts and Bolts. Yeah. And that yeah. that was like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so sad, Microsoft, so sad. Yeah. What the hell happened, guys? No, we were sick of Halo. Yeah, but we still Come have on. Below coming out this year. And probably uh, Forza. Forza Horizon Whoa, 4 will be awesome. Watch Dogs 2 is 20 bucks. Which one? On Steam. What is 20 bucks on Steam? Watch Dogs 2. Oh, yeah. Ow. Yeah, I don't know. There is no first party of Microsoft this year. There really isn't. Uh, but we we do anticipate a new Forza this year, though, don't we? We do yeah. because they they alternate years, so there'll be a new Horizon this year, and it will be awesome. But it'll be the same as the last one. Yeah, but it'll be awesome. It'll be. But, awesome. but you're right. It, we'll it, get Crackdown, and no one will it care. It will be the same as the last one. The new Crackdown will be just like the old Crackdowns. Yeah. Even the, even in terms of graphics. Uh, <laughs> Zing! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, I'm as I'm as brutal as Michelle Wolf. I gotta say. Ooh. Okay, did anyone else listen to her that stand-up skit? We're going to get political yeah. now, people. If you don't like it, check uh, it out. No, I, I, I didn't, but I, I did. No, I didn't. I, didn't. I was stunned at like what sounded like majority of the room got in on the, Trump is so broke. How, How broke, broke is, is he? he? Yeah. Like half the room gets in on yeah. that. And like I'm sorry, but listening to her jokes, that was that was not – she was not overly aggressive or mean or anything. She was just no. like pointing out what we all fucking know they, and everything we've she, all been joking about for the last year and a half. No, she bit the hand that fed and they bit back. Well, whatever. So did Colbert when Colbert got invited. Oh, I know, but like it, it's – it didn't matter She's a woman. What, <gasps> yeah. No, not just that. It didn't matter what she said. It was that the fact that she attacked, she said, God, you've made so much money off of Trump. You're just as culpable. You've been coddling him for way too long. And they did not like it. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's it. I think, uh, I think they, they turned around and said, first of all, as journalists, they're aware that they've done that. I guarantee you, like the well, New, New York Times, CNN, they're all aware that that's the case. They're all aware that they kind of fucked up the handling of this. But, um, but I do think, I do think that uh, that the reaction that the fact that she's a woman 
I think did play a role in the reaction. Um, I think that anyone suggesting that like what she did was overly aggressive or hateful, I'm sorry, they're fucking jokes. Trying to suggest that she was going after uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders on her appearance. If you listen to the joke, no, she's just calling her a liar. The things that were said about Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah, but were, I don't think any were, of those were, things were, were said at the White Horse. Hair course thinning. White Horse course no, it, close enough. Like there, we don't have the exact names, but senators said things like that. Ugh. Yeah. Not only that. Oh, but eyeshadow. Oh. But anything, anything Michelle Wolf said is pious and humble in comparison to the awful fucking shit that your president has said. And that's it. That's it. Like she is literally more tasteful than your president. And 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 more latter side of news. Trump has fired his lawyer and hired the guy that handled Bill Clinton's impeachment. <laughs> and uh, isn't that delicious? You know what? I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad that Ty Cobb got fired because that He's guy such is a fucking goofball. Fucking hilarious. I know. I know. <laughs> like just just the picture of that guy makes you laugh. Plus his like, name is Ty Cobb. The, the, the guy. It says more about who would want to hire him, Trump. Yeah. Like, then, if, you, if you, you you think that's the guy that's going to get you out of, oh, my God. That guy's or a cartoon. Or the only guy who'd take the job. That as well. I, I mean, it's just like, he defied gravity for so long, it was nice to see something about him, you know, stiffing his contractors and lawyers finally bite him in the ass. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Clinton impeachment was entirely about um, Monica the Lewinsky. The BJ in the Oval Office. Yeah, Monica yeah. Lewinsky. Yeah, yep. lying about it or, you know, yeah. depending on what your definition of is, is. And here's, <laughs> That's such a... Oh. And here's the thing. If you're actually going to think for even a moment that the guy who defended a president getting a blowjob once and then saying that he didn't, like, like that, that... Is like that is the pee under the mattress <laughs> compared to what Trump is facing. Like that is insane. I mean, God, where, where do you start? Let's just talk. Let's just focus on um, uh, Michael Cohen. Like just go and the fact that he had a lawyer, quote unquote lawyer, who only had two other clients, and one of them was Sean Hannity, and he lied about it up until the minute that guy was raided by the FBI, and and was going on and on about how unconstitutional raid is, blah blah blah, and you, the, you can't oh, this, like, this fine upstanding lawyer. Oh me, no, I have no stake in this. Oh what I yeah. do, yeah. <laughs> oh he, he well, but I'm not a journalist. Six, yeah. this is all just my opinion. You don't have to yeah, take and my he's a, seriously. Yeah. this is entertainment. Okay, have you seen Better Call Saul? No. Okay, Saul keeps a in, in a, like a drawer on his desk. He keeps like sixteen shitty flip phones. They took sixteen shitty flip phones from Michael Cohen's office. Yeah, yeah. Burners. Ha. Yeah. No, not burners. Evidence phones. That's right, and they have they have cloned all of them already. Yep. Returned them, and that's why Donald had a hissy that night. One of many. That just rolled on every morning at 6 a.m. when his speed, when his sleeping pills wear off. <sighs> Which segues into his nominee for the VA. I have a problem. I have I read too much news. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you, what's a good site to read? Um, I follow. Uh, let's see. There's a guy named John Schindler who used to work for the CIA. That's got. I'm. He's too conservative for me in a lot of ways, but he is a patriot and he despises what Trump is and what he's doing. He's. So am I looking he's for good. This guy on Twitter. John Schindler. He's he writes for the Observer, okay. and he has a lot of really good stuff on Putin's Endgame. The Observer. 
Oh, wait, I can just... Hmm. And I... Politico's great. Politico seems to be the most immune to uh, picking a side. The News and Observer, the Text Observer, the... Ob- news and Observer, no. The Observer... Just the Observer. News Observer is actually a local paper around here that I'm not a fan of. There's a lot of observers. Observer John Schindler should do it. Uganda newspaper comes out every Wednesday. Cool. Okay. Observer. Well, anyway, all right, all right. We 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 have we have wandered far yes. and wide from the usual fare. We have finally spread our wife's ashes, and we don't know yes. shit about her beyond the fact yeah, that I don't, she, I don't... you know, wore a size two hundred. And and she, <laughs> Ooh. Kratos likes some big, thick. I I appreciate strong women. <laughs> when I shook her hand, well, she hey, hey, killed hey, me. hey, hey, he's really good at platforming. <laughs> <laughs> In a game well, with no uh, dedicated oh. jump button, that's a lot oh, of hand-over-hand action. Oh. <laughs> right, that, that's it. That is it. We, we will not top that. Alex, thank you for that. that was, I, ho- uh, I, hope, I, hope, I hope she didn't have a stun bar. That's quite oh, a picture. Oh, that, all right, no, that's it. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're not sorry. That was pretty funny. But we'll see <laughs> you in a week. <laughs>